Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Oklahoma Life, um, also known as Oklahoma Life, um, the podcast <laughs> where we talk about Vanessa a whole lot. <laughs> Just kidding. This is our Whatever. late December update, actually we'll call it January since we didn't do a December update. Oops, we were um, too busy watching Mandalorian in December. Um, so I'm Brandon. Hey y'all, it's the Oklahoma Wife. And uh, what do you want to talk about, baby? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I guess there's kind of been a lot. Yeah, for sure. We got uh, screaming babies in the background. Yeah. That's how we roll. <laughs> yeah. My mom is here tonight. Um, mm, so we out. decided to uh, let her put the chillins to sleep. and See how that goes. Uh, I told them it would be good practice for someday having a sleepover at Mimi's house. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's a good way to roll. So, because Emmy said, no, she's not going to put me to sleep. I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I bet if you lay mm-hmm. down, you'll get tired yeah, exactly. pretty quickly. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They've kind of been switching their schedule mm-hmm. up lately. It's been a little uh, different. Right. So <laughs> let's uh, back up to uh, start with Evie. Yeah. You want me to turn it down? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Evie obviously uh, is now not just walking well, but she also is following directions and understands what we're saying. She can go get diapers and she can throw them away. Right, yeah. She's the equivalent of the dog right now. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, so I don't really think about, um, you know, since I'm with them, Mm -hmm. always, um, I don't really see the changes as much. I'm there experiencing them all the time as they're happening. And I mean, some of it is, you know, things that I'm teaching them mm-hmm. to do, and some of it is just their natural comprehension and understanding. Um, you know, I remember, not specifically when, but I remember when the twins started to follow direction and things like mm-hmm. that. I just thought it was so neat. And with Evie, it's not even, I mean, I'm like, wow, that's great, but it's not a novel like, concept I don't to really me care. anymore. It's fine. It's not a novel concept. Like, I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so it's not as surprising to me. Right. Um, And then, you know, it started out with just her, like, taking her diaper to the trash for me. And, like, opening and closing doors. And Mm -hmm. um, today we were in here. um, So this room, I can't remember if we've talked about it or not, but this room is, like, our Mm catch-all hobby room. Right. Um, And so I've got a box that that contains all of my shredded Mm -hmm. paper materials. Right. Um, junk mail, cardboard, things like that for the worm bins. Um, and so we were in here. My good friends, Kat and America, came over today and helped clean up mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, so anyway, we took care of a lot of paper. Well, they took care of a lot of paper. Right. <laughs> and so there was a box full, and Evie got into it a few times. At least. And started pulling it out and you know she's like rubbing it on her like throwing it on herself and she's like it's paper <laughs> <Yeah>. bath <laughs> it's so yeah. funny and so um but you know i said we need to put it back in and so she can follow that direction too you know picking it up and putting it back in the box mm-hmm. um not super efficiently because you know she's a one-year-old fair <laughs> but um you know it's it's started with stuff like that mm-hmm. and then now she can follow multi-step directions go get you know like earlier tonight you said okay go get me a diaper and then you know she went in there and what i guess looked at you i was sitting on the other side yeah so she went into the actual room and walked over to where the um um actual little drawer set where we have all the diapers is 
Uh, and she looked at me and I was like, yep, it's in the drawer. And so she opened the drawer, grabbed a diaper and came back. Yeah, but it was the light. Oh, yeah. She looked at me like, you're like, mm, wait, we're, I can't see. Yeah. I'll turn yeah. the light on. Yeah. Yeah. So. So it's interesting to almost be able to have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because she's not talking yet. She's, right. She's saying, not clearly, but if you know, you know, if you know, yeah. you know. She's um, got up and up mom and dad. And, and Yeah, mom and dad and... Um, I don't know. I think she's kind of saying down a little bit, but yeah, it's more just you know. Uh, yeah, she uh, wants uh, to get down. And yeah, she's kind of pointing ish that mm-hmm. way, and she'll she's starting to point at things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, so then, uh, so Evie's made some pretty good jumps. How about the twins? Other than uh, I've noticed that at this point, um, Emmy is extremely reckless, um, just <laughs> with herself. What? Chip tooth, bust it up eye, bust it up foot. Like, come on. She took off to your dexterity, I'm sure. That's like two of those things aren't even her fault. Sure, let's go with that. So the um, the chip tooth, still have no idea how that happened, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um the the toe today we have we have corral dishes, which I love because they're so lightweight, mm-hmm. they stack well. Um, you know, they're easy for the kids to carry. They're easy for me to carry. I can carry the whole stack out of the dishwasher. And I, I've never been able to do that with plates before. Right, um, not with the they're porcelain always too or whatever. Heavy for me. Yeah. So, um, so, wow, just had a mom yeah. brain fart moment. Yeah, so they um, broke. Yeah, so the twin, so the dish, uh, one of the plates broke, one of our big plates. So there's just glass everywhere. And usually our immediate thing is, you know, freeze. Mm -hmm. But she took a few steps. Mm -hmm. And so she had had some that were just stuck on her foot, just on the skin. Right. But then she had one that was in. And then I don't remember if she took another step at some point, but somehow she got it in her toe. And I mean, it's just on the very like tip of the toe. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of a sensitive spot, period. Right. Right. Plus she's got, she had a glass shirt in there and... When I've recently gotten glass shards in my foot, mm-hmm. I mean, it hurts for like a day. Yeah. I mean, it hurts it pretty bad. The, uh, yeah. Nervings. So I told her, I'm like, it's going to hurt at least until lunchtime. Yeah. Well, and then she busted her eye on the trampoline or well, she got yeah, caught in the spring. That was, yeah. She said, Jace likes to play rough yeah. on the trampoline. <laughs> yeah. And that's why she hurt. She got hurt on the trampoline. Yeah. yeah so, so she, she got, got her like eye little, yeah, uh, caught in the spring, which is yeah. definitely painful. But yeah. poor girl looks like she's the uh, child that we don't like because <laughs> one's like pristine. The other one's like chip tooth and beat funny. up and, you know, hobbling. And, oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, she was hobbling today. Yeah. I don't mm. know why. She hasn't been doing that Sensitive all day. Sensitive on the toe, yeah. Yeah. So. so, I mean, what else has happened with those, those two midgets? Oh, I don't know. Um, I feel like we've regressed in the whole sleeping arrangement thing. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going through a phase where they're needing a little more attention mm-hmm. and um, all the time touch. in the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah, so for a while, like they were sleeping through the night, and you know it was mm-hmm. easy peasy getting them to sleep, and then now all of a sudden, like the so. Uh, Several months ago, I guess now, like maybe four or five months ago, mm-hmm. I got us on like an actual, like a more scheduled routine. Right, a, an actual always, routine. Well, I mean, we always, we always had the same things we do, you know, like right. we always do the same things, but the timing was never con- mm-hmm. super consistent. It was just kind right. of 
flying, you know, going with the flow and how everybody was doing and all of that. And then I started incorporating, you know, actual mm-hmm. things every day that were like steps toward bedtime. And so um, I got that down pretty well. Everybody going to bed at like eight right, or whatever. And then um, Evie switched up her mm-hmm. schedule right. to where she was waking up at 6.30 and wanting to be asleep by 6.30. And so then I'm like, well, I'm not going to be putting kids to bed. I don't want to be putting kids to bed for, you know, three hours. hours, That's miserable. I mean, it's not. I enjoy putting my kids to sleep. You know, Mm -hmm. I I enjoy that time with them, but not for that long. No, for sure. (laughs) It's just too long. Yeah. So then I tried to move everything up dinner. You know, I'd gotten dinner to where it was at 630. I was ready to go by then. It was good. And then trying to change the schedule to, you know, two hours earlier it's been really hard on me. Right. Um, it's really unnatural for me. Yeah, because you're more of a night person anyways, yeah. be having dinner at 4.30. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and so it's, I don't know, I haven't been very successful moving it up long yeah. term. Well, it's baby steps. Well, I did well for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then I think the weather got nice. And then I started doing all this stuff outside. Mm-hmm. And so we tend to spend our time outside in the afternoon after lunch, after right. Evie's nap, because it's nicer. Mm-hmm. And so it's then, the warmest part of the day right yeah. now. And we're in the middle of December and it, or in the middle of January. <laughs> and it's been 70s and 60s. 60s and yeah, yeah, yeah it's ridiculousness. Like, uh, high 50s. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I'm be- I've been able to get a lot done because I have a lot of aspirations for our yard and what I want to do in, in it and how I want it to look and, you know, the kind of space I want it to be. But I need to be able to do that. And so I do it in the afternoons generally. Um, But then it kind of tends to push other things back. So it's hard for me to make dinner. Um, I really just need to be better prepared with some freezer meals or things like that to have on those days that I know it's going to be nice. We're going to be able to get outside. Um, So that's just something I need to start preparing for. Um. I'm not sure what else is going on with them. You know, at their at their age, the rapid milestones mm-hmm. slow down. Right. Um, you know, with Evie's age, like in the next year, she's still going to be having a lot of things that she's right. going to be accomplishing. new yeah. and doing. And right. the twins, you know, I mean, they're doing things like they're learning to climb for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a uh, climbing dome. Like right. One of the ones that has all the triangles put together and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you see it in a lot of playgrounds and stuff. And so they're learning to climb that and hang from that and mm-hmm. to let go from hanging and things like that. Um, but, you know, they're not doing things like learning to talk. Right. And <laughs> learning to walk and, and stuff like that. Learning to put on shoes. Like, they, they are no, they've already done all those things. So, right. Um, the things that they're starting to do now are more, um, well, they're starting to figure out counting and things like that right now. Yeah. Well, starting to work Emmy, on math. Emmy told me, uh, she wants to start working on letters. Okay. So, um, so she I wants guess, to read. So I, well, she wants to be able to write her name. Hmm. Okay. So I guess we're going to start, I need to, uh, now that there's a little more room in our budget, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which we'll talk about in a minute, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, I need to start putting some, putting a budget aside for homeschool materials. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to just willy nilly 
and I'm really having a hard time. And maybe maybe some of you listening to this can um, give me some opinions from Russia. <laughs> Um, so I follow a lot of Montessori. I really like a lot of Montessori ideals. Um, and one thing is Montessori starts with cursive. I don't know. I don't think you and I have even talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. We haven't talked about a lot of homeschool Strange. stuff really. Well, I mean, if you think about it and I haven't actually even looked into why, but it, it, thinking about it in my own mind, I'm like, you know, I can see that. I can see that it would be easier to learn cursive first and then learn print because print is easy. Cursive is not. So yeah, but learning, the, but, but going back and relearning something more difficult later right. is harder. So like learning. I think the only issue I run into is that I don't see cursive really being a thing in 20 right. years. Well, like at so all. That's, like when was the last time somebody well, wrote in cursive? But, so the know? thing is, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's about the skill level right. required to write cursive and sure. to focus on it and all that. Um, and then also... Uh, there was another point in my mind that I just sure. totally lost. Oh, well, the thing that I wonder and worry about with starting with cursive is, you know, books are in print. Right. So That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, it, it, doesn't is make it sense. going to translate well? Is it, are they going to be able to, you know, just still see the letters as they are? I think it's like are? riding a motorcycle before you ride a bicycle, though. I don't know. I mean, I think I think everybody really struggled with cursive. Right. Um, so, I mean, why not start with the harder one and then go to the easy one? I don't think they teach cursive anymore. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's more limited on it. it, But I mean, you don't have a signature without cursive generally. I mean, I mean, mean, you know, just the the flowing movement and everything, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, well, in Montessori doesn't even start with, um, you know, writing. They start with a movable alphabet. Right. So, um, so that this, the children can learn to spell and write before they have the physical ability to do so. Sure. So, um, a lot of those things really resonate, you know, with me and in what makes sense to me right. to teach them. Well, and then not to sound negative, but it's going to sound negative anyways. Um, you kind of right, fanboy, Nancy. well, you kind of fanboy the whole, uh, Montessori thing, like, and it's not a bad thing, but it is a older style of teaching in which case i guess it's more of a traditionalist style nowadays from Mm. from years and years ago well in comparison to nowadays teaching where nowadays it's what's simple what's easy what's fast in which case that's like the building blocks and starting from scratch and and right well and i mean it makes so much sense to me because it's always building on itself it's it's a it starts with a strong foundation right like they, and that's you know, what they saying. talk about how more traditionalist pr- um, approach there. You know, you can't, you can't write, you can't hold a writing utensil if you don't have the hand strength. Mm-hmm. You get the hand strength from. In Montessori, it's called work. There's, mm-hmm. you know, the work of the child is play. Play is the work of the child. Whatever. True. Um, <clears throat> and so there are some things called weighted cylinder. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my god. Heavy gosh. pencils. No, um, <laughs> they're cylinders. Uh, <sighs> knobbed cylinders so they have little knobs on them and Mm -hmm. so you have to hold them with you know they're um just with like i don't know probably four fingers four Mm -hmm. fingertips and so it's strengthening your hand muscle and your your wrist to pick them up and you know place them back and Mm -hmm. and go back and forth between all of them there's a set of 10 and they're all in a line and they're all made out of wood um and so 
you know, just going through and learning those things and playing with like modeling clay. Mm -hmm. Model. I didn't even think about this until I was reading about it, but using modeling clay instead of Play-Doh. Right. Because it, it's harder. So it requires more hand strength. It develops more hand strength. Um, our girls currently like to mix everything. So I don't mm -hmm. really want to move to modeling clay yet because modeling clay, I think, is a little more, more expensive. Mm -hmm. Play-Doh, you can make at home. Um, right. So I don't know if I'm going to do that or not yet, but, um, you know, there are just a lot of things that, that are Montessori, um, work mm -hmm. activities that, um, that develop all of the things that you need to be able to accomplish these things later. Right. Um, and you know, a lot of the focus at their age is on practical life things and, so, you know, I mean, for me, that makes a lot of sense. Like they're learning to be people. And so how can I teach them to be people? Well, by teaching them all the things that I'm doing, by involving them in the things I'm doing, baking, you know, and we count while we bake. Right. And um, it's hard to teach fractions while you're baking mm -hmm. because a measuring cup just doesn't look. That's why we should use the uh, metric system. Oh, my God, I wish. Mm -hmm. um, well, Montessori, a lot of Montessori uses the metric system. Yeah, because the metric system is the rest of the world. Right. Yeah, and it was developed in Italy. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's metric system, and so I wish we did. I mean, it makes more sense, mm -hmm. you know. It's simple. It is. Based in. It's, yeah, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, and there are a lot of recipes out there, but I... I mean, I guess I could probably order baking stuff that was mm -hmm. metric system based. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Huh. Yeah. Half liter, milliliters. Yeah. Simple. Huh. And grams. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of flour is like so many grams. I'm like, oh my God. It's actually because you weigh it versus we, yeah. we do by volume yeah. most of the time. It's by weight well, in our recipes. A lot of a lot of things like bread, um, not so much yeast breads. Bread, yeast mm -hmm. breads, I guess, are pretty forgiving. Um, I've gotten into baking bread, guys. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of a new thing, um, but I really like it. And so a lot of breads, you are supposed to weigh everything. And, right. you know, I saw something that said, you know, the reason is because you want a certain amount of salt, mm -hmm. but there are different grade levels of grain levels of salt. Right. And, um, <clears throat> so, you know, 45 grams of kosher salt is going to be a much different volume mm -hmm. than 45 grams of a fine salt. Right. I thought, huh, I never even thought of it. I mean, mm -hmm. just because I've always measured by volume. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to probably have to invest in a scale, small scale of some yeah. kind. Cause I have one that's like, I got the brewing one. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a gram well, scale. I just need to get it out. Mm-hmm. So I can use it to make some delicious bread for you that you don't eat. It's fair. You do. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I probably don't need to keep eating all the bread. Um, I make I've I made uh, whole wheat bread last two times, and I don't really like to eat whole wheat bread mm -hmm. uh, just by itself with butter. So I like it on sandwiches. And I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich today for lunch on that new one, and it was really delicious. The oat style or whatever you uh, put on yeah it. so it's got oats it's got um uh almonds crushed almonds and crushed sunflower seeds and um the one i made before that had quinoa in it right so i really liked that because i'm like oh it's adding more protein you know and a complete protein and right so always trying to make something healthier mm -hmm. except i won't give up my dr pepper facts <laughs> get that one though 
you know, and dealing with the kids, I get that one completely. You know, you have to. You know, you I almost. I mean, I almost think though that it's like my. I mean, it's like my drug. Like your, your happy source. It's my. I mean, you know, I. I think I was telling you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with with my uh, not epilepsy, I mm-hmm. had to stop drinking, and before that, I was. I mean, I. I mean, we started dating right mm-hmm. before I started nursing school. Right. So we started dating in a very diff- different time of my life. If we had right. started dating like a year or two before, mm-hmm. you would have probably seen the party girl me. Right. And the party girl me did not know how to control herself. Fair enough. And if I had not had to quit drinking for various reasons, you know, school, mm-hmm. not having a chance to drink. Right. Um, and then the non-epilepsy epilepsy. I mean, I probably would be a day-drinking alcoholic today. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I mean, I, I've i been having a lot of anxiety lately, and, um, yeah. Fair but enough. today was a good day. Well, that's good. Um, I think yesterday, I think we've, we've had a couple pretty good days. We had a couple of really, 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 really rough days. Mm-hmm. The days that start with... I don't even know what to call it. No. With her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, our, I guess, technically middle daughter, Lizzie, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she does this thing where she just, she kind of, I don't know. She just, she goes it's, nonverbal. It's not really it's a, a shutdown. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's more of a moan. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when she comes into our bed in the morning, usually it's, it's like almost wake up time. Mm hmm. Or it is wake up time, and I'm usually I usually have a child already on each side or of two. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And often she wants to be snuggling on the side that I'm nursing Evie. Yeah. And well, you can't snuggle there because Evie is nursing there, and Emmy is asleep on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I try to make it sound really cool and special. I saved the special place between my legs just for you. Because for a little while, mm-hmm. they fought. They loved yeah. to lay between my legs. It was like the special place and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But that hasn't been working. And so two days in a row this happened. And, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't, like, stop everybody else's stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't stop the two for the one. Right. Um, and so she's just laying there and she's, ah, 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 and sometimes she'll start like kicking. And I mean, mm-hmm. I understand it's like a, I don't know if it's an anxiety response or a fear response or what it is. She calms pretty quickly mm-hmm. with my touch. Right. I think you've said before it's it doesn't work for you like that. Kind of. This morning it worked um, whenever she was kicking on the other side mm-hmm. of the bed. And I covered her up and I laid with her for a second and mm-hmm. she was... She was fine. Yeah. Um, and then I moved her and she really didn't like it. That's why <laughs> I really think that uh, there's a chance she has autism of some kind. So I was looking at that this morning yeah. after we talked because, about I mean, that. Like and the I whole don't think so. Sensory deprivation thing <clears throat> she does or whatever where she zones out and does the finger thing. Mm-hmm. and then She doesn't do that anymore though. Well, she did. And then it transitioned into this kind of thing. Mm, uh, yeah. You know, and then like if she's upset and I you move it, her, she I, flips. I really think it's more of an anxiety thing. Maybe. Um, but I, I think, yeah, an overstimulation, but, mm-hmm. but not, I mean, without any stimulation being added. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing, but I mean, I'm not saying for sure, like, oh yeah, you know, she has autism, but like you can, you know, well, cause she have is... you looked up 
the signs and stuff though? No, I was going to say, I did but this morning, and you like, know, it's not fitting. Yeah, but you're also not a doctor. Um, but the the thing okay. that I would look at is that uh, it, it's I don't think a severe kind of autism. I don't think it's a uh, you know negative like uh, you know oh you know pity her child she she may have this thing. I think it's more of a. Um, we want to know how to prepare the environment yes, properly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that. Uh, I think that I'll probably start with like play therapy. Um, my my mom actually her therapist mm-hmm. works with children mostly, so um, right. I don't know. And they go they come to your house, so I think I'm going to mm. see if. Right. The info on that. Their company will take our insurance that starts next month, mm-hmm. <laughs> or <Finally>. not. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, yeah. How are you doing for this last, uh, month and a half now? Mm, it's been kind of rough. Mm-hmm. I've been having a pretty rough time. Um, I'm really, like, up and down on the anxiety scale. Right. And I'm, and a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it is, like, how the morning starts. Mm-hmm. If the day starts well, you're okay. Because if, yeah, if the day starts well without the, the, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if I should call it a tantrum. It doesn't seem like a tantrum. Um, right. You know, it. I don't know. Anyway, a thing. Um, if it doesn't start with that and I don't start the day drained, because mm-hmm. the thing is, like, those those spells just drain me. Right. Because I can't do anything about it, it kills without, your patients without super causing early. everyone else strife. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it just is just like. I'm immediately drained and my patience is already gone and you know I mean I want to help her it makes me sad right but I'm also I'm also very frustrated because I can't do anything about it you know without angering two other children Fair. <laughs> so um and then the, you know the, that happens also sometimes like when I'm in the middle of cooking and I can't mm-hmm. leave you know I'm in the middle of cooking eggs right and they're going to burn and I don't know, maybe my attitude should be, well, it's just some eggs and I can just recook them. But, well, then that's going to add 15 more minutes to my right. thing between, you know, cleaning out the burned eggs and, um, you know, getting fresh ones and cooking them and all of that. So between, you know, nursing her mm-hmm. thing for 15 to 20 minutes and then cooking more eggs, that's another hour for breakfast and my right. potatoes are already done. So, um so I just have to let her work through it for a few minutes by herself. Right. And but it just drains me. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like she's it's like literally the life is being sucked out of my body and into the air where it's just, you know, dissipating right. or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not getting any of it back. <laughs> Fair. <clears throat> so yeah. I don't know. I'm having a kind of a rough few months. Right. I think it's mom coming down, probably. She probably just shut the door pretty hard. Maybe. There's a really loud boom. And there's a whine as well. There's still a whine. Open the door. Okay. So, while she's doing that... Um, oh, they're just singing. Ah. Uh, singing children. Um... I was going to say, the only thing that I think uh, may be helpful is, you know, trying to get a hold of, uh, you know, your... Uh, My therapist. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm not sure I remember her name. I can't remember her name. Sasha? Yeah. No, yeah, Sasha. Getting a hold of her and talking about the uh, different options and coping mechanisms and things like that because it is, um, you know, obviously stress related mixed with uh, well, anxiety she me mixed to do with. Well, guided meditation every day and I haven't been doing that. So, well, maybe we should try it. <laughs> maybe I should start there. Yeah. Hey, do this. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, when, when I had my last appointment with her, um, she, I've never been very good at self care, um, right. even when I didn't have kids. This was something that was an issue, you know, when I saw her many years ago before we had kids. Mm-hmm. And this time she said something about taking 15 minutes to myself a day to you mm-hmm. know, do a meditation or whatever. And I was like, what? Yeah. What do I you mean it. taking 15? What do you mean? I can't do that. Like, that's too much. Like, maybe two minutes. I mean, I, right. I, I can't. I'm like, there's too much to do. For sure. And so she was like, you know. I just want you to listen to what you're saying as I say it mm-hmm. and see, you know, what your response is there. And I'm like, okay, well, that sounds really terrible coming from your mouth, but I can't do that. Yeah, but I can justify <laughs> it, I swear. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've we've kind of changed up things a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon and I had a pretty serious conversation right. uh, a couple of weeks ago about household stuff and mm-hmm. where things were and how things were going and how it wasn't really working for anybody. And right. so um, I've started doing laundry a lot differently. Uh, it's very unnatural for me, but it's going well. Um, right. So, I mean, I guess we should explain that a little bit more just because it makes it easier. Um, okay. Explain away. So most people out there, uh, and I say that as a very wide array of people, a lot of people I know do laundry like you were doing it, where it's like, I'm going to get as much laundry as I can done, and then I'm well, going to have a people, giant pile. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of people have a laundry day. I yeah. mean, I've I've always known that. I've always mm-hmm. had a laundry day. Right. And so, yeah. and and for me, it's also like, an anxi- I, it makes me anxious to have laundry, dirty laundry piling up. Sure. So. Yeah, so what um, was happening is we would have... A large pile of laundry that would all get washed in the same day and then have a giant pile of, of clothes to actually fold and put away. Right. Or just leave there because... Yeah, I was going to say, it really, they would literally stay there for two weeks. Right. Well, it literally... I mean, yeah. I really am not personally bothered. Most of my clothes are wrinkle-free. Right. Um, and I'm... So I really am not personally bothered by... Um, by just pulling stuff off the couch, it actually has right. thrown me off a couple of times recently mm-hmm. that all my clothes are upstairs. Yeah, where they go, and, and I have to like get them from upstairs rather yeah. than just grabbing them off the couch. Um, so I've started doing a load. Like I don't bring another load in from the dryer until mm-hmm. the first load is put away. Right. So. So it kind of forces you to <clears throat> move through the the cycle. Yeah. Um, and you know. The reason that conversation came about is, you know, for me specifically, um, I don't like clutter as much. I don't like having just crap everywhere. And that's where that, you know, entire thing was. Is like um, hold I would up. do the laundry. The conversation yeah. came about because you were obviously having some problems with me that you were not communicating to me. Sure. Uh-huh. And me... Even though it wasn't my problem, I was mm-hmm. like, hey, what's happening? And then you finally talked to me about it. Next time you're having a problem, you need to talk to me about it yeah. first. Okay. So the entire thing is the, you know, 
basically it was like, okay, I was working six days a week coming home and on my day off, I'd spend four hours folding laundry and putting it away because it hadn't been done the week before. And then I'd come home the next week and be the same thing again. It's like, what the fuck? You know, so it was... So you thought I was leaving it for you, like intentionally. Yeah, because like if I didn't do it, it didn't get put away. Right, which it wasn't that. It was just like, that doesn't bother me, so I'm not going to focus my time on it. Right. You know, and... The basic idea is that, in my opinion, um, it doesn't make sense to do everything at once. Instead, it's a lot of little things is what makes more sense, is you get more things accomplished if you do it bit by bit, day by day, you know. And you had the opposite idea, is you'd rather do it all in one day and leave it until it, you know, builds up enough. Right. You know, but I mean, it's whenever things are you know, where they need to be and things aren't over, you know, piling everywhere and just overflowing, um, then it's a more calming feel to the house. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. Um, because I, I mean, I'm fully aware of that. It's just that I don't, I don't know any other way other than the way that I've always done things and the way that I've always Mm -hmm. been around other people who did them, you know, the way that I'm doing them, I think, I don't know. And so, like, I think all the people that I grew up with, um, you know, and around Mm -hmm. had a lot of stuff. Right. And, you know, I know it affects some people very differently. It affects some people to go to the other extreme and throw away everything. Like, just get it out and just don't have anything. I would be on that scale closer, too, I think. Really? Yeah. So I didn't realize you had a lot of stuff around you, like, growing up. Well, no, I mean, it's not that I had a lot of stuff. It's, you know, we didn't have a lot of stuff. Oh, you started on, you, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, uh, well, I mean, and I'm not saying, I mean, like, my grandma just, like, a lot of her stuff was, I mean, pretty junky, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, she garage sale shopped, and, well, but you and I also have very interestingly different opinions of clutter and junk and what that entails. Like, to me, junk is things that are broken or you know, right. dirty or some, you know, something is probably wrong with it. Um, clutter to me is like stuff that's not getting used. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, the term is interchangeable. I think it comes back down to the idea that you, you know, look at something and you go, Oh, I may use that eventually. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I go, I have no immediate use for this. Mm-hmm. So Kat and I were actually talking about that today. Um, cause Kat and Amy are both on the, like, get it out of here, get, get mm-hmm. rid of it train. And Kat said it actually, she's a little too extreme on it. She said, I often, mm-hmm. you know, or I have in the past gotten rid of something and then like, oh, I need that. Why did I get rid of it? Right. She said that's happened, you know. Yeah. Several times. Several times. And I'm so, sure. um, you know, but there were, there were a few just small things. Like there was a zippered bag that, um. The kids got a snowball fight kit mm-hmm. thing for Christmas, and it came in a plastic zippered bag. Mm-hmm. And I had kept that, like, okay, I need to, I need to see if I have a use for this, you know? Because yeah, again, that's hoarding. Yeah, yeah. So, excuse me, um, but I also, I'm also slightly on the whole, like, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle train. Mm-hmm. And so, if I can come up with another use for it, then I shouldn't throw it away. Especially plastic. Plastic is, you know, sure. a horrible, terrible thing for our world. Right. Um, so, 
Yeah, that's it's uh, it, it was very interesting. We'd never had a conversation like that mm-hmm. that, um, you know, where we really got into our uh, our belief systems, I guess, mm-hmm. on belongings and things right. like that. So um, it was an eye opening chat. <laughs> There's a kid jumping, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that's off the bed. Is. Yeah. Maybe look what I can do. Wow. Yep. So, yeah, so, um, you know, it's definitely an interesting setup there, but, um, you know, I think that as things get worked through and you start to figure out your processes and it becomes easier, more manageable to take care of things, and that's yeah. helpful. Well, has I mean, has it been helping you? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously. I, mean, I feel like your uh, attitude, I guess, is a little bit right better or, um, yeah. um, toward me. <laughs> uh, like and I don't want just your general attitude, like sure. your general like overall like I don't know demeanor. Yes, Lord. I keep wanting to say aura, but that's not what no. I was wanting. No, and I think the issue that you were talking about mainly dealt with like my frustration level leading grumpiness. into grumpiness, leading into um, the holiday season, and me having to clean the entire house, and then take right. you know six well, because, days of work, well, and then clean the entire house, and then six days of our, work, and then our um, standards, I guess, mm-hmm. for having people over are very different, right? And so you stress out about it being like perfect, and I'm like, I don't want perfect. Meh. I want people to be able to sit down I'm on like, the couches. Eh, I mean, I can take all that laundry upstairs before everyone comes over. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and you're like, all this laundry needs to be put away in drawers and on hangers before everyone comes over. It needs to be put <laughs> so, away. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, you know, for me, I'm like, mm, I'll move that pile, and you're like, mm, I want to put this pile away. Right. So it's just, it's just different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So like what stresses you out doesn't stress me out. But then things that stress me out don't stress you out. Right. You know, like the floors being dirty stresses me out. I have to clean the floors before I can do anything else. Right. Because I like, I love walking around my house in bare feet. I don't like to have shoes on in my own house. And I don't like walking around my house and getting dirty feet. Right. So like floors are a priority for me. I will clean the floors before I will clean the counters. I know you should clean top to bottom. Mm-hmm. But I don't typically wipe anything onto my floor either. Like I wipe it into my hand or into a bowl or something. So, I mean, I'm not getting my floor like super dirty cleaning. Fair enough. And if I am wiping in the kitchen or dining room, usually Layla's cleaning it up anyway. So. Also fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, you know, it just, it was really eye opening to have that chat mm-hmm. about how different we can be. Right. Well, I mean, and that's the entire thing, though. Like, even if you look around this room, you know, you've got a lot of stuff that, to me, is clutter. Um, you know, whereas you're like, oh, no, I, I have fabric I might use sometime eventually. Or well, I have yeah, so this I actually, box of things I might use well, eventually. So these two, there's two diaper, like, large mm-hmm. diaper boxes full of fabric right now that I cleaned off of the shelves um, to sell. Okay. So those are my, that's... That's like the start, at least, of my cell pile. Right. Um, because I am starting to figure out a little bit more what I have time for and what I don't have time for. Right. Um, and uh, desires and mm-hmm. things like that. And so some of this fabric, you know, I bought because it was so beautiful. And some of it, I do still think it's beautiful. But I just don't, I, I can't, I haven't been able to visualize yet what mm-hmm. I'm going to use it for. And, or, you know, I'm like, I've had it for two years and I haven't used it yet. 
it needs to find a new home for someone that's going to use it right before two more years are up yep so um <clears throat> you know i don't have my time is limited mm-hmm. to put towards sewing i've actually taken a hiatus from sewing for a month and a half mm-hmm. um and i haven't gotten any more life accomplished in that time which was the plan mm. um so i don't really know what i'm doing in my life <laughs> Um, I mean, you're you're probably getting a little bit more rest at least because you were staying up to like four in the morning doing the sewing. Oh, so yeah, that's probably true. Because um, it's not like you were sewing during the day. I mean, I was some. Not much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was usually after the kids go to bed. Right. So yeah. So you're like, um, it's I don't know midnight. I'm gonna sew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just trying to pare down to things that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had kept around some pieces of fabric for keeping for like testing. Right. Um, I'm also on a hiatus from testing and moderating Mm -hmm. and I actually am considering not going back into that. It's fair. Cause I mean, how much time do you think you spend on Facebook a day? Um, my screen time is averaging seven hours a day. Think right about now. that for a second. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've i actually been... That's a full-time I, job at this I've point. I've actually been phone. thinking about it a lot lately. Yeah. And... Because um, it's 50 hours a week. Oh, not letting me finish. Yeah. It's just crazy. Well, Because I average so, like three hours and I read books well, on my phone. Well, I mean, I also watch like YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So do I. That are you know helpful and i mean a lot of my facebook time is either sewing stuff or gardening stuff right um it's not you know just Mm. nothing totally but um it's not really all important either right so i've actually been thinking about a lot that a lot um and i think that it's actually like an avoidance thing that Mm. i have happening like you don't want to deal with kids Um, somebody on facebook like like, I think I'm having connection issues. Hmm. And um, I haven't really figured out what I'm going to do about that. But I feel like that's what it is. Um, I feel like it's like a connection avoidance mm-hmm. weird something or other, which is insane because I love my kids and I want to be super connected to them. And mm-hmm. I'm having this weird issue um, unintentionally. You know, right. Not like I, I haven't ever thought about, you know, oh, how can I avoid human connection today sure Um, sure but that's i don't know i don't know if it's that or if it's like just a a weird addiction i think it's probably more addiction issue yeah so yeah between dr pepper and facebook right no i mean i might as well be an alcoholic (laughs) right um yeah so i don't know what i'm gonna do about that yet unsell it that didn't i don't think that worked well it didn't work because i was moderating and i needed to have access to that mm. because yeah. when i'm moderating um i get a uh higher um mm-hmm. payout from yeah, my links, affiliate right. my links so i get 20 percent versus 10 so i mean i'm making double the money per right. referral but <clears throat> i i i just don't um I'm not really aspiring as mm-hmm. much to sewing right. as I once was. Sure. And I think that the gardening, mm-hmm. um, you know, homesteading ideal is mm-hmm. more 
important to me yeah. and more. I think, you know, part of it, and this is, you know, obviously uh, is just what came to mind. Um, you know, I think a lot of it now, though, is financially related whenever it was the sewing like this is how i can make money and that's always been your thing yeah. is just like this is how i can make money well this and is it how was I also saving money yeah um because right. you know i'm getting these patterns for free and mm-hmm. but i also oops, sorry right. i also felt the need to test patterns that i didn't necessarily like i wouldn't necessarily wear that or want to wear that right and i don't think necessarily saving money was the thing because well, I well, guess it was because patterns you and are I have that different opinion on how each. to save money. Um, it's always been that conversation of, you know, just because you get something $30 off doesn't mean you should have spent 70 um, Well, but I mean, I was getting everything for literally free, right. not for a discount. But you have all the other stuff behind it that costs money. So how much fabric do you have on these shelves in general? So you bought all of that to save money. No, I didn't buy all the fabric to save money. I bought all the fabric because it was gorgeous and I wanted to touch it. Fair. So <laughs> the uh, entire thing, well, though, what I was saying is that motivation oh, was different. Okay, yep. I'm coming. All right. So I'll finish out that thought and then I'll go ahead and wrap this episode. Okay. So my opinion on things a little bit different is that uh, she seemed to have the motivation before that, you know, if she could contribute via um, making something and selling it. Um, that's what she needed to do, you know, instead of focusing on, you know, oh, you know, my job is to raise the kids and, you know, that's it, you know, and my job was working and doing the traditional, you know, dad works, mom takes care of the kids thing is what we've been doing. So for a long time, it's, it's always, well, this is how I can make money. And it's not just specifically sewing. She's always had these little like, oh, well, I could do um, these multi-level marketing things and I could do all this and this is what I'm going to do to make money for us. You know, I can invest very little time to get a lot more return. And it's never the case. You know, I've, I've always found um, to make money, you have to put in the time. And that's literally as simple as it is. And with us now, um, I do have a new job that you can hear about on the Cows and Canoes podcast. Um, I went back to a call center I used to work at. Um and now, you know, we have a pretty significant pay increase. Um, and it's a lot more than what I was making. You know, um, this last check was $8,000, which is nuts. You know, I had an $8,000 gross paycheck, which I've never had even close to that in any job I've ever had. So when you're talking about having this, this you know, need to financially support things and all that, it gave her a purpose to try and do something other than just to raise the kids. And she's slowly transitioning now that this job is giving us a little more freedom and financial freedom that uh, she's trying to find ways to still, you know, add value to the family, in which case that's going to be things like her gardening. She wants to go um, to the point of, um, you know, not having to buy tomatoes next year and things like that. And it's a good idea. It's a good sustainable concept, which is, is always helpful. Um, our yard isn't quite big enough to really go sustainable just for us yet. So eventually, maybe we move and do something else. But right now, that's going to be the big thing. Um, and, you know, I don't know if she'll listen to this, so I'll just go ahead and say it. You know, Vanessa's primary function right now, the only thing that I really honestly care about is making sure the kids are well taken care of, that they're happy, they're not, you know, um, going to be walking away from a jaded childhood. You know, that that's the primary function. Secondary function, 
you know, teaching them good habits. You know, like I learned to work because, you know, my dad, I watched him work, you know, two jobs growing up and all the other stuff to, to try and take care of the family. And, you know, that's super in fact impactful. Um, like when Zoe was talking about it on the podcast, you know, with us, um, she watched me work and she was like, man, you know, this guy is working all the time and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I've always been the guy to say that if you want to achieve something, if you want to accomplish something, you know, it, it doesn't matter about everything else that goes into play. Number one thing is put in your time and, and don't make everybody else's life harder. And as long as you can do that, the rest of it becomes a lot easier. Um, so that's really the goal right now for, for Vanessa is just focus on the kids, you know, the other projects, it's fine. Just, you know, don't go overboard with it. Um, and, and focus on making sure that they're learning good habits or learning how to clean up after themselves or learning how to, um, do the basic level work pieces and all that. And as long as we can do that, then, then they'll grow up, you know, hopefully in a better way. So, um, that's pretty much all we got guys. Um, that's our December update, which is actually in January here cause we're behind and we're slackers. Um, so we look forward to, uh, you know, talking to you again soon.